to another episode of the Asian Action Cast. I'm your host, Sam. Thank you for joining us on the Asian Action Cast, where we podcast the best of Hong Kong and Asian action cinema. And the perils of Hong Kong stuntmen. <laughs> and the worst. Surrounded by me are these lovely folks. Rachel, hello. Hi. Scott. Hello, and you are? I beg your pardon? Your name? My name. You didn't introduce yourself. I did. Okay, sorry. Did I? Carry on. Scam. Name Scam. <laughs> Nathan. Hi. And Chris. Hello. We interrupt your scheduled podcast for a taste test. Yes, we're going to make some people honorary Asians. <laughs> so we're going to try a piece of mooncake because the Mooncake Festival is coming up shortly. I don't know much about mooncake. It's about the size of a, a hot cross bun, a moon. Um, it's uh, Tell me a bit about mooncake, Rachel, just quickly. What your... It looks like a moon. Okay. Does it look like a moon? It's, I think it's mostly Chinese people eat it. So, and Sam, give me your description. You had a funny one in the chat. Well, interestingly enough, I found out that because uh, I am trying to be a bit weight conscious, and I found out that the mooncake has about as much calories as a double whopper from Hungry Jacks. Like, so if you ate that whole thing, you would have as many calories as a double whopper. As a double whopper. Oh, why would you eat it all in one sitting? You'd feel sick. Uh, well, you, you look at it, it's sick. the size of a hot cross bun. The guy could eat that. But it I looks feel- pretty dense. It looks pretty dense and pretty fatty. Like, I'm just looking at it and I can sort of see through it. Like, it's big and it's thick. It's but it almost looks translucent. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, you almost described me in that entire sense. Big, thick and translucent. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they, make it, they make it so dense anyway. And then somehow manage to squeeze egg yolks in there as well. The symbol of the moon. Is it the symbol of the I moon? Supposed- egg yolk? Supposedly. I thought so it was cheese. There's different- I'm, getting, I'm, getting a, I'm getting a real witchy vibe right now. Yeah. Moon, yolks... Yeah. Eggs, then, Halloween, feminine power. And then during the festival, we set lanterns on fire and then set other things on oh, fire shit. as well. So you have your moon pyros. Yeah, that up. sounds like my girlfriend's. <laughs> so Wake obviously, up. they're pregnant. There's different flavors and different styles. We've got a pretty basic one here, but we're going to get Christian and Nathan to have a small piece. And if you don't like it, that's fine. No judging, but give it a try. This one's just like plain lotus. Is it yeah. savory? Paste. Lotus paste? Lotus no, it's a paste? sweet. It's a yeah. sweet. It has a raw egg yolk uh, in it. Here no. we go. No, this one doesn't. This is like right. a plain. This is plain. I'm going to do a commentary. Nathan is just pulling a sliver. Now, the sliver, if you want to describe the size of it, it's a tiny lemon wedge that you might put in a Corona or it's something a like that. It's That's a half of a quarter. So Almondy? Oh, na- yeah. yeah, Nathan's chewing it. Yes, it's got a bit of a nutty texture. It's a bit like lotus seed Christian's, that's being crushed. Christian's having it. And it's then this whole thing is like baked with the pastry fi- uh, on the outside. So They're mulling it around in their mouths. So it'll be a bit sticky. So normally you drink it with like tea. Yeah, yeah, you need something. Mm. This yeah. um, It is now all over my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to China. I get peanut butter from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yes. got, it's yeah. got a, it's got nutty. a, that's sort a, nu- it's got a nutty taste. I actually this think you a, could spread that on. It's pretty. <laughs> spread that on a piece of toast. Yeah, pr- spread that on a this piece of a, toast. This is a Reese's Pieces knockoff. This is so. so the the bigger ones have egg yolks and double egg yolks and stuff. So it gets. You promised me salty. yolk. Well, there's a yolk. Yolking around. About these that? things are expensive, man. <laughs> All right, we've got a bonus taste test here that I'm going to spring on Sam and Christian and Nathan if they want. We've got some of the, this lemonade with the marble in it drink. Would you guys like to try that? Before yeah, we get I want to drink right now, actually. I right. really do need well, a drink. You uh, Can you pop this open for us, Sam, on mic? Read the instructions on mic. Oh. And, uh, I've, had, I've had those before, though, yeah. so I'm we'll just pour out a little stealing bit. your drink here. Can you get that? This is the marble drink? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, push uh, that down. I got Oh, I just got to push it down. You got to take the little... Um, Thank you, Chris, is holding my microphone <laughs> as I make love to this mooncake. <laughs> get open. Now, I apologize because I know I said off a couple of podcasts ago, I don't like doing on-air yeah. things where people can't see, but this is just oh. kind of fun. Oh, it's kind of a sound now you push that thing yeah, in. So you pop. push that in oh, to push shit. the marble down. Right, everybody, everybody ready? <laughs> I'm going to push this in right now. You ready? It's going to have a fizz sound. Is it? Ready? I think. Wait, let me put it here. Ready? And... Oh, shit, I'm weak. 
Hang on. And three hours later. I think you're doing it wrong. Uh-oh. Rachel's going to do it. She's the Moon Lee of the team. Might have to edit this out. Might have to. you got to push just the middle end. Yeah. All right, Nathan's going to do it. My weak Asian wrists can't do it. It's a bit fiddly if you do it on air, personally. Yeah. Oh, don't break the table. Oh, you're pushing usually the table. That thing is that, usually that thing is like sticking out, so I don't know. I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to burst the <laughs> table. Go over the bench. There you go. Put it in. Put it in. Oh, Jesus, don't use your finger. What? Don't use your finger. What you happens? Take, read, the, read the instructions on the thing. You actually have to, have actually, to take it into two separate parts. It's actually two separate parts. Oh, yeah, let's do it that hell. way. Let's All think right. about it. That's how you actually right. do it. So this there is a pretty... Go. This is a pretty... Oh, here we go. Instructions. And then we, we go. go. And then we go. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. Hey. So this is a pretty generic flavor. Uh, pour it into a. a yeah, let's not. So there's there's different yeah. flavors and all this. Pour it in because the oh, bubble stops it from actually coming yeah. out. So this is oh, uh, there you go. Ramune. It's Ramune. like a lemonade Nathan, fizzy. Nathan is pro. I'd say the flavor is lavender esque. I guess it's oh, weird. That's a lot. Again, Thank it's you. not. It's not a. This is a heaps of different uh, flavors. Just this is syrup. A, this is a plastic cup. It's a fake plastic cup. Hey. Oh, so cool. All right. So have a have a little sip and see what you think, and then we'll get into the podcast. That's nice. No? It's subtle. It's uh, it's subtle, tangy. There's different flavors, obviously, like, much like mooncake. It's <laughs> actually, you know what? It's like those uh, spritzes with just a hint of flavor. <laughs> <laughs> a hint of lemon. Just a hint. All right, have a taste, Christian. Let's see what you think. It's just like fizzy water. It's nothing. It's nothing really. Uh... It's a refreshing drink. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot to go fizz. Oh, so refreshing. Swepervescence? Oh, it's Japan's favorite festival drink for over 30 years. And did you know that the name Ramune comes from the old Japanese mispronunciation of the word lemonade? Lemonade. Ramonade. What do you think, Christian? I like that. You like it? What about mooncake? Thumbs in the middle? Thumbs down? What's the thumbs up rating for the mooncake? Um, I I would say mooncake's probably thumbs in the middle. The ramonade is thumbs up. (laughs) All right. I am... yeah, like you sold me on this um, egg yolked moon moon. Well, there's no yolk in that one. We will have to f- do some yolk another time. This is a, <laughs> this is average. <laughs> this was it was good. What I liked about it is the flavor. What I mildly disliked about it is that it sort of went mushy real quick in my mouth. It's a mushy cake. This one is very soft. It's made from the to moon. The one that, that 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 I bought the other day that was handmade. So, mm. all right, cool. There that concludes the Asian Asian Cast Taste Test. Come wow, back next week wow, for wow, 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 pizza. Wow. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Good evening. Come on, Sam. Thank you. And uh, tonight we saw an Asian action film. And this, this is a film that has been uh, near and dear to my heart for some time. It's a 1995's High Risk, or otherwise known as... Meltdown? Meltdown. Or... I'm, I don't know it by that name. I've never seen that. I've never seen it either. I saw it as high risk with uh, Jet Li and Jackie Chung. And this was at the height of Jet Li's career and also Wong Jing's career, actually, incidentally enough. Uh, so this is a Wong Jing produced and directed film. For people who don't know Wong Jing, he makes lots of uh, gay, fart, boob jokes. He's pretty lowbrow. Not a lot, not a lot of uh, boob jokes in this one. She was wearing one of those like boob sachets. Yeah, she was wearing like a halter neck thing, but... Whatever. Yeah. Is there an alternate no title one grabbed, for this? No one fell over and grabbed him. That's true. This is High Brow Wong Jing. Yeah. Is there the alternate title for this, Rachel? Like, why, why do you Cat ask? Rat, something or other? Cat Rat. Let me try and say it. Shu Dang Long Way. <laughs> that was pretty it. good. Good job. Pretty good, Scott. Hey, I think I, we need some more hey, cake. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking trying, all right? I know. Wait, I know. Yeah. So, High Risk, Rat's Bravery, and Dragon's Might, mm-hmm. which is a take. Of the Die Hard in Chinese, which is Tiger's Bravery and Dragon's Might. So, I was correct. So, fuck you. <laughs> fuck all y'all. Mooncake. <laughs> so, this is, a, uh, this is an action flick. And it's... For me, it was one of the first movies that I uh, saw Jackie Chung in a movie. I didn't actually know who he was. And boy, after this... I forgot who he was. <laughs> well, no, because then I saw him in... Uh, what was that? Uh, that cop? Super Cops? No, not Super Cops. What was it? Uh, Future Cops, where he played Guile, essentially. So he's a heavenly king. Is he? Jackie yes, Chung? Yes. He's one of the four heavenly kings. Yeah. With what? him and Leon yeah, Lai. He's and got a very good singing voice. But he, 
is not a triple threat. Acting, singing. Nah, but he looks like Jackie Chan who's been stung by a bee. <laughs> Luckily, he hasn't had any, uh, what do you call it? He looks like, he looks, he's got a face a grandma would love to. <laughs> yeah, like, is he good looking? Was he I would, it didn't say he's good looking. I thought you had to be good looking to be a he fall king. He doesn't have any bad rumours following him about. He's a he good didn't. boy. No. Mm. He's always stayed married to the same lady. Is that a prerequisite? Like what, Leon to not Lai. be an asshole? Yeah, yeah, not be an asshole. No, to not be an asshole. Yeah, they seem to be or at least hide it real well. people. Yeah, all right. It's hard to judge him in this film because you can make somebody over for a photo shoot and they'll look completely different. Mm, I think he was wearing a wig in this film. Though. Oh, so is, yes. he, is he known as an action guy? No. Apart from no. Future Cops, he's not really... Like, he's not really action but he got does some good stuff in here. He's a singer first and foremost, right? Yeah. Like he's, yeah. So he's, he's got a singing background and then he got into films. Then why wasn't there any singing in this movie? This movie could have helped, been helped by like a bit at that piano when he could have just started singing. He well, wasn't playing that character, but... He was playing a fucking... What character was he playing? He could have sung as Jackie. Yeah. In character as Jackie. <laughs> that's true, actually. Yeah, that's totally true. God, that would put it over the top, wouldn't it? So, in this movie, that guy... I mean Frankie, sorry, not Jackie. Jackie is playing Jackie. Jackie Chung is playing Jackie Chan. And his yeah. name is Chung and Chan. So close. Uh, but in much. this movie, he's playing Frankie. Yes, and he also wears uh, Bruce Lee's yellow yeah. onesie. He's like he's a, he's a stand-in for every like fake big shot martial artist, I guess. So is he much. known for looking like Jackie Chan, or is just this movie that, that the hair like they Jackie gave him? Chan, you don't no. think so? No, he's got I don't a big think nose. So. Just that hair, like, and like, also they're both called Jackie. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I think maybe nobody else wanted the job because uh, there was a big controversy after this film because it obviously um, satirizes Jackie Chan, and he didn't take too kindly to it. Because, uh, I mean, he's a goofball, but I think the thing that he took offense with, which was written in his biography, was that they had made fun of his manager and him and his manager are really tight. He's like, look, you don't make Cross fun of line. me. I'm a yeah. public figure, but my manager isn't. Yeah, you leave him alone. And uh, I think for, for much time after this, Jackie never really spoke to Jet Li because of it. Even they had nothing to Man. do with it. How is Willie Chan not a public fi- figure? Isn't he every fucking photo? Willie Chan? Yeah. He's like always around at that time, always around Jackie. So it's maybe probably, just I not whole bullshit. But not anyway. subject to um to criticism, I guess. Like he's, you know, in the public eye. That's true. I don't know. That, that that's just what yeah, I. But I don't think he's ever said anything, has he? Willie Chan. Yeah. Oh sure, he has. I mean, like you could probably, probably wants to like at least my manager to take a photo. But if he's never said anything, then he should be like you know, like, if he's out there, you know, saying this and that, then yeah, give him a, a parody, but. <laughs> there goes the marvel um describe this movie in a sentence oh fuck <laughs> oh come on we just gave you like three of them straight yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. it's 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 jump in a start no 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 I'll do it. it's it's a diehard diehard parody with actors who never actually cross paths and no, they don't really yeah they do once mm. you're saying it's, it's like a buddy cop movie but there's no buddy <laughs> it's like lord of the rings kind of Cop Lord of the Rings? No, no, no. It's like it's, Actually, it feels like, like Lord of the it feels like it should be a buddy cop film, right? It feels like you, you've got your straight man in the Jet Li, and you've got the goofball, the Frankie, right? But they don't interact at all, really, except That's for true. him to tut him that one time. Okay. Yeah, it's fucking. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's like Wong Jing had an idea for a buddy cop film, and then like they hated each other and didn't want to be in the same room. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. To describe this movie in one sentence. Okay. A chick's in a bathroom. A guy walks in and throws a bag of snakes at her. Sold. <laughs> Promote that man. And then to top it off, we'll throw a giant iguana, which can have the leaping abilities of an Olympic <laughs> high jumper. I don't know, Christian. That sounds risky. High risk. It's the name of the film. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't have a meltdown, Sam. Oh, that's pretty good. I'm going to call this Jet uh, Li being stoic. Oh, wow. Like every other movie? <laughs> yeah. Jelly being stoic number two. <laughs> Rachel. I wish it was like, it was, it was like a battle of stunt teams. Like I That wish, would be cool. I wish it was like the Samo team versus the Jackie team, but it's not exactly so. Has there been a movie like that? I want to see that film. Because that's what I feel it's like. But it's just all the other stunt people who are not associated with Jackie. Oh. All right, so it's not Jackie. The Jackie's team is in this as well as Samo's team. No, no. Oh, okay. I was saying like a thinking like um, what's it? Billy Chow. Billy Chow's in like it. Being in movies with Samo, uh, same as Ben Lam. Uh, there, are, yeah, there are a lot of mutual yeah. stunt team. 
I've, I have two more, but I want to hear what Scott has to say first. I've got two as well. So. All right. This is Die Hard if Bruce Lee's Bruce Lee. <laughs> God damn it. Um, oh, now Kaka! Kaka! Sorry. Oh, fuck. I can't remember the guy's name. Who? Jackie Chan? No. Die Hard. The- Bruce Willis. Bruce, sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm blank. This is Die Hard if Bruce Willis's character was played by Ace Ventura Pet Detective. <laughs> no, yeah. pretty- and I'm pretty sure like. They filmed this as a straight movie whenever Jet Li was in the room, when he wasn't there. They all the goofy scenes. I think, <laughs> I think he filmed it as like, this is an action movie. No comedy. It was funny. As I feel Wong- like they might have been filming two different movies. <laughs> if Wong Jing told Jet Li this is a straight up action film and everyone else is like, nah, it's a straight comedy, bro. <laughs> and your other one? Uh, that was the two. Okay, I've got two more. They're yeah. more just one-liners. How many vehicles can we fit in this hotel? <laughs> <laughs> and Wu Ma steals the show. Wu Ma is really good in this film. Helicopter yeah. hijinks. Yeah, is he's really good. Actually, all the supporting actors are really good in yeah. this film. Do you want to? Because there's a lot of big name or semi big names. Do you want to run through a couple? So Ben Lamb. Ben Lamb, the Wu best Ma. movie Ben Lamb has ever done. <laughs> Billy Chow. Billy Chow. Jackie Chung. Ching Liao. Who was that? Um, who was that actress that I said? Uh, where did she go? Charlie Yoon, is it? Yeah. And then Isn't it Valerie something something? She disappeared after this film. Actually, one thing that I, I did read, which I found very interesting, was uh, not no his name's not Melvin Wong. Um, <laughs> uh, Charlie Young is the actress. Who she was, she came back in two thousand and four apparently. What really? Two thousand and four, new police story. The evil woman, what? Valerie Chow. She was all right. Yeah. Oh. Kelvin Wong, not Melvin Wong. Kelvin Wong <laughs> is the doctor. He's the bad guy. This was his last film. What happened to him? Uh, he well, he, he retired and then he died from liver cancer. Oh. Probably from that snake Taken poison. too early. <laughs> I think he died 15 years after he retired. <laughs> but yeah, yes, too soon. Made too about soon. 11 million at the Hong Kong box office. That's not bad considering that Armour of God 2 made like 12 million. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, feel, I honestly do think there's another whole movie on the cutting room floor. Oh, they would have shot so much. Because the tone's all over the place. Yeah. It is like two movies bushed together. Yeah, yeah. It? <laughs> it, really, it really does feel that way. So, should we run down, quick rundown of the plot? The basic plot, plot. yeah. Go okay, on. so... Uh, premise. Give us the premise, the backstory. Jet Li is counter-terrorist bomb expert. Very early on, his uh, wife and child are killed by a terrorist organization with a bomb. They kind of know it's his family, to a degree, do they? I feel like there's like... No, I think ad- that was just convenience. Oh, okay. Um... And so, these guys have already bombed a a shopping center or something earlier. So, they just give no fucks about human life. Uh, That sends uh, Jet Li into a downward spiral and he ends up working for Frankie as like a three-in-one security stuntman piece of shit. Bodyguard. If you've ever seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he's that guy. He's, he's Brad Pitt's he's character. He's Brad Pitt's character. Yeah. That's weird. I didn't think about that when I was watching it, but that's what he is. That's a weird thing, but they don't hang out. So Jackie Chung plays Frankie Lane, who is essentially uh, the Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, Hollywood famous guy. Yeah, famous. Doesn't do stunts, yeah. though. Yeah. No, he's, he, but he, he does do his own stunts, but secretly he's not doing his own stunts. Because he's getting wasted all the time, hanging out with women. So as his dad says it, only 20% of his kung fu is left. Yeah. You, you used to have drink, more. Yeah, you're yeah. just drinking it away. Yep. You're pissing away your Kung Fu. Also, when Kelvin Wong, okay, the doctor, blows up or leaves the bomb and blows up Jet Li's family, he goes, man, you don't trust himself, which is like the catchphrase. He says it in Mandarin for some reason. Oh. Oh, so the rest of the movie is in Cantonese, but he says that in Mandarin. But that key phrase he says in Mandarin And is that reason. is that why it's very easy for, for Jet Li later on to figure out it's him? Because his ears prick up, right? Yeah. yeah. That's like you just walking down the street and it's just the bad guy's like catchphrase is like, Sacre bleu. <laughs> You're like, holy shit. Nobody says that. What if he says, Oh my, oh my, Shinderu, or something like that. So, so he's getting over that. He's for, I don't know how long it's been, a year, two years, it five years, three years, hundred years. Who the fuck knows? It says three years later. You're on your phone. Three years later. Thanks. I asked earlier <laughs> and everybody said it was, said it was like a year later. It was like a year. We were taking bets. So. All right. Okay. So, um, I was also looking on my phone. So, the, the bad guys come back. And they're going to do a diehard in a hotel. They're going to steal the jewelry. Yeah, there's the Russian czar's jewelry from is being done. Whatever. And then there's a heist. The end of the... Like, that's really the plot. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Doctor is... Uh, is uh, What's the guy's name? Rick. Uh, Alan Rickman. Yeah. From Die Hard. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'm not just... A He's dude. got a sick mullet. 
He does have a sick most of uh, flowing mane. Not as good as uh, uh, our our. Uh, Jet Li. No. Oh, no, no you're talking Chow. about Bond. Chow. Billy, Billy Chow. Bond. Song, song Bong or something. Is his <laughs> I love, he is my favorite character in the whole film. <laughs> he is such a fanboy of Frankie. But sort of like, like that's what happens. That, that's actually something like, I'm going to beat the fuck out of my hero because I think <laughs> I can do it. Because you know what? You never beat your heroes. You just beat your heroes. Yeah, meet them, then beat them. <laughs> He just grew up watching all those films. She's gone, I'm going to be just like him. I'm going to be better than him. And then you are better than him. And you turn to a life of crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so anyway, they, um, that's pretty much the plot. So do you want to go into the characters? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So mean- Chow plays Bond. He's like a, go- a guy with a huge fucking mullet. All, all the bad guys are also always wearing glasses except for like the fancy one. And the girl. Yeah. Oh, and, you mean and, uh, yeah. Ben Lamb? Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, Ben Lamb or Melvin? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Kelvin Wong. Kelvin. Uh, he's the only one who doesn't really have the military, like, I'm but a tough dude He look. does say, though, that he's Although killed. he does wear a tie with skulls on it. Does he? Is it yeah, skulls? I didn't even notice skulls, that. I couldn't tell where it was. I'm pretty sure that was skulls. We, we watched a really bad transfer. The resolution was so low. <laughs> he um He's a character who goes around and fights everybody, and he, he wants to be the toughest, and he watches uh, Frankie's movies, and he buys all his merchandise from his shop. And he wants to fight him to to prove he's the best, not realizing that it's just movies. It's weird. It's like a weird Street Fighter obsession. I want to fight Ryu. I just want yeah. to fight Are you him. saying he's Sakura? Yeah, yeah. But then it turns out that Ryu <laughs> is just like a, it's just you know like a fake movie star. Yeah. Uh, and then you you got the bad guy. Then you've got you said Lamb. Ben Lamb. Ben Lamb plays Rabbit. Who's who is, uh, the bro, but he's also like the sort of the military leader guy. He's the, the doctor's brother. And now the doctor had mentioned earlier in the film that he's also killed people on the field of battle. So I assume he's ex-military as well. Yeah. But um, he's sort of like, the, I feel like he's a mastermind, fancy pants. And then the other guy is like leading the, the crew. Yeah. Actually, one thing I will say about Ben Lamb, he wears military fatigues. They're kind of like white camo. And he wears these uh, combat boots. Yeah. And I've always thought, I watch a lot of these films where you're fighting in combat boots. They are fucking heavy. It's really hard to kick people with combat boots on, which means their kung fu must be really strong. You know, there's are a lot. You of- saying, are you saying they're training with weights on? Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Yes, you're right. Imagine if they took those shoes off. Fuck. It's a lot of old comedy from the '80s that has a punchline like, "Your mother wears combat boots." I always <laughs> wondered why. I don't understand really that. I don't get it. Combat Who? boots are great. Has it, got, has it got to do with being poor? Maybe because after the after like World War Two or something. Well, after the Vietnam War, there might have been... Like, army surplus is army surplus for a reason. Or your mother is a man. I don't know. Or your mother slept with lots of soldiers. Oh, my. Or your mother killed a man and took his boots. Jesus. I wouldn't be ashamed of that. Who is the name of the... um, That's more of a cowboy thing. The evil girl in the... the I told you that earlier, but now I can't remember. (laughs) The the actress or... Yeah, because there's... Just the only one with her, she... um, She's like Valerie. Valerie Chow is like Fei Fei or something. Yeah, like Fei Fei. She um she's like this undercover girl who gets in and and like she is she, a cover she's girl. a um femme fatale in it. But there's a, a really good scene between her and um, Bond where they have an argument and they he start. Beats fo- the shit out of her. Yeah, they, they have a, this really good fight. And I um, think that's just their like preamble to fucking. <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be like that as well. Like, I thought they were gonna be like kick each other and that's their foreplay but it was, a, it was actually a half decent fight um, and they didn't make her look too weak which is something I, re- I thought was really good like she did get some good shots in um, I don't know if that's more of a realistic tone but um, it was good to see that you know they gave us some some good air time on that fight for all his perviness of Wang Jing he does let women get some some shots in he does there was some of it's played for laughs because while Bond is going like full Samo on her, that Jackie <laughs> Chewing and his dad, Wu Ma, are watching on, right? And every time there's a scene where, uh, where Bond grabs her by the back of the head and just like <laughs> haymakers right in the guts and her arms are flailing and Jackie Chewing and Wu Ma are just like wincing, going, ooh, ooh, <laughs> you know, like, we should probably help, but we're not going <laughs> to. Question, is Ben Lamb better in this or an Angry Ranger? No, I just Ben Lamb. This is the best Ben Lamb film, bar right. none. Just villain Ben Lamb. Ben Lamb bar. Right? Ba- ben Lamb bar none. Lamb bar. Yeah, he's not a good hero. Lamb-ba. He's a good villain. No, I think I'll stop when he gets to kick you. the shit out of people, it's good. When he tries to act a bit, <laughs> I don't know. I'll give you enough credit. Probably he was good in Raging Fire. He plays like a dandy really well, which he does in this. He kind of always vanity looking at himself in the mirror. Squeezing pimples. Squeezing, yeah, you know, like I, I like his character. I still think of him as a cut price Leon Lai. That, that kicks you, but yes. That's harsh. Mm. Leon Lai can't fight. He's got that face that looks like Leon Lai. I think Leon Lai's taller as well. Probably. 
and better, better hair. Looking, better looking, but maybe not now. But anyway. Are there any other cameos in this that we might have missed? Uh, apparently, Yoon Duck is the guy who gets his arm chopped off. Oh, oh really? shit. Oh. Actually, there is a little bit in this movie of um, limb and cut in half and decapitation stuff. High like body it's, count. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah. One of those one of those movies where they seem to never run out of bad guys. Nope, there's always more bad guys. That grey suit is really useful. <laughs> yeah. I'm still confused as how they expected to get out of there. I don't think they did. They did in the beginning, but the um, uh, I can't remember if it was the reporter or the or the one of them messed it up for him, and the cops got called. So they, they were going to in and the out. The cops are always going to be called. They killed like 17 people at the beginning with guns. They yeah. go bang. But they they had everything set up, and then oh, it was the cop. Um, the cop who's uh, who was going out with uh, Joyce, and he came to investigate with um, with Jet, the nerd, the nerd, nerd. nerd. Who's um, that? He came to investigate, <laughs> and then um, Jet Lee saw the bodies of the old other guards, and that's when it all kicked off. Yep. So this movie is crazy. <laughs> One um, thing I want to say about this film. Oh, though, go is for it, Jet Lee. He must have killed so many innocent bystanders. Just shooting his gun in random rooms, flying a helicopter into a room, driving a car. Okay, I'm going to... The helicopter is not his fault. I'm sticking by this. They (laughs) shot the fuck out of that helicopter. I don't think it was his idea to ram it into the building. It was just, you know, a potential, like, 50-50 chance that that would happen. He totally could have flown the helicopter away. Away from the building. I don't know if you can control it after it's been shot like that. I don't think you could control it at all. I don't know if he's a helicopter pilot, actually. No, he's not. He's a bomb disposal expert. The actor that plays that cop that you're referring about, the nerd, is Young Chung Shin. Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. And I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, but his his Wikipedia page is early life. He was born in 1969. His father is Yang Tung Kui, and that's it. Aww. No, no movies, no. He's done well. So what, but he's, he's done movies. You need to look up the HKN. I know, but I'm just saying. It's like source, man. The other, the other info is very minimal. He's done like about, <laughs> he's done about 17 films, let's say. <laughs> so the body count on this movie is massive, and there's there's a bunch of scenes. But I remember really disliking this movie as a kid because I saw this movie years and years and years ago. So you said you loved it, and I, I loved s- it as a kid. I was younger than you when I saw it. Though. Yeah, I know, but Did I... Did you see a jumbo video version? Yeah, probably. Was it dubbed or subbed? No, it was definitely... I stole it, really. It was, it was definitely <laughs> subtitled. It came out in 1995. I don't know how young you had to be to see it, but yeah. He's I, younger than us. Well, He's the youngest man in the room. I don't know. Only a little. I would have been 18, I think, then. And that was... Not, I just finished, I finished high school in 94, so... Give it another year or two. Was it 2001 it came out on DVD? in the West or something. I definitely saw it in the nineties. I definitely saw it in the nineties. It would have been, yeah, it would have been jumbo because like I, I, I finished high school at ninety four, so I would have been eighteen. So yeah, you would have been what sixteen, going on seventeen. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I feel like Des Mangan should have introduced this one. Well, no, I was going to get to the point though. It's got the reason it didn't sit well with me back in the time, and it and it, I had the same problems with. It. There's some really excellent sequences in here, but not if you want to watch a kung fu movie, really. There's some good action in it, but not if you want to watch some fights. And there's no final fight with Jet Li. Jet Li doesn't fight anyone at the end of this film. Jet Li doesn't do it like a good one-on-one at all in this entire film. Say so what you're saying is you were sold this as this is a Jet Li action movie. Yes, exactly. Fu, but it's Wong Jing. In, in, no. I was probably 15 <laughs> or 16. I didn't know that Wong Jing was a thing. Well, it was choreographed by Corey Yoon, and I rate him as a choreographer. I didn't. I didn't watch this because Jet Li for me at the time wasn't. I wasn't like I have to watch every Jet Li film. I just saw this because it had some action in it. So it had Jet Li versus uh, Ben Lam, which I thought was a good fight, and it also had Frankie versus Billy Chow, which is the best fight in the film. And I'm so pro Frankie. I'm like, <laughs> I am Mr. Frankie. I love Frankie. See, I, I can understand why Nathan um, would see this because up until like um, I got a bit older and it was Romeo Must Die and. Um, other things after Lethal Weapon 5 all I knew of Jet Li was um, Once Upon a Time and Wire and movies like that and and The One um, was something else that came out way after this and it was like oh well Jet Li actually does other stuff other than you know so when you to me I didn't even know this movie existed I'm sure we watched it together I'm almost certain of it you, Christian's uh, had I think such we a, saw the one together. Christian had such a hatred of Jet Li all these years. I still do, but um, <laughs> is it because he's little? He's so small. No, 
I don't even know how tall he is. Um, <laughs> look, to be honest with you, I, the reason I chose Jackie Chan over Jet Li was because... You know Jack- you don't have to choose. You can just kind of like them all. <laughs> <You> <laughs> like them all. No, there you must be like one. At, at, at the time, it was because J- uh, Jackie's stuff was real. Like, it was set up. What? But- it's like not real. no, like not real. He, he could flip over this table, go through the you know it, the stuff he was doing. It, it was realistic, even it was set up, but it he, it looked like he was doing it for real. Nope. Gently, like I, I just at the time didn't get the whole wire work stuff. Like, it, and it wasn't until I got later on down the track that I learned to appreciate it. But that's fair. But yeah, no, um, just, at the time, Jackie Chan stuff was real, and Jet Li's was just like Jet oh. Li's was more fantasy. Jack Jackie's was a bit more you know. Fighting. I suppose Jackie, Jackie was blue collar uh, to me, and Jet Li was this fancy pants just fly through the air. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> fancy pants, Jet Li. Oh, Mo Yinka, you flying sideways, <laughs> are you? Very so, nice. But I just remember being horribly disappointed in this film and feeling like it had bad pacing, and I still feel like it has bad pacing. But it does have a lot of. I'm, I'm much more willing to forgive. Like I'm much when I when I watched these films as a kid, I wanted to watch Kung Fu. Like, I wanted to watch fight scenes, like fisticuff fight scenes. But watching it now, I'm quite happy. That bit in the, when he's in that car, in that little lobby, fucking fantastic. So you like it more now? I like it more now than now, especially because I'm sort of don't care. As, like, I'm not watching it for that. I know that's not going to be a thing that I'm going to get out of this film. But I still find it weird that there's not a fight sequence in there. With He doesn't have one singular, mm. like, one-on-one fight you know, sequence. He fights Ben Lamb. That's his fight. Jet Li fights Ben Lamb. Where? When, what? When he has that uh, stick with the lights mm. on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. There is that. Ben Lamb hits him with a sword. I guess there is that. You take it back. Uh, yeah, yeah, still not a very good one, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. We'll save your face. You don't have to say you like what, it. What? Sorry, this is, this is a little bit <laughs> off topic. I forgot about it, and I watched it. It's a little bit off topic. What's the, the, the Jet Li film where he's in Paris? Romeo, no, not Romeo Must uh, Die. Uh, Kiss, like, Kiss of the Dragon. Kiss of the Dragon. Kiss of the Dragon. Kiss of the Dragon and the one I think are probably my two favourite. Jet Li films um. well surprise surprise we didn't do any of those films we did <laughs> high risk high risk so what else so there is that fight do you want to go into that fight yeah it's, I think it's a fantastic fight again Ben Lam is wearing combat boots I love the fact that uh, Jet Li has his own power of electricity and can keep <laughs> powering those lights he conducts because his pants are corduroy and when he moves and he's moving for such, speed, <laughs> such speed and friction my problem with Jet Li is that I, I don't believe him when he holds a gun because he's holding like an Uzi or something. And because he's only two foot tall, the Uzi is like huge on him. Huge. And he's shooting from the hip. And he seems to shoot like a martial artist. Like he's like putting a little bit of shoulder into his shots. Like he's shooting. Like, he, a... like if, he, if he thrusts a little bit with yeah. it, the bullet goes just a little bit faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he feels like he's in Wanted or something. He's going to kill Yeah, I was going to say he watched Wanted before he filmed this. <laughs> No one in this film does holds a gun well, though. They all look terrible. They're all, they're all confused. Actually, there is one guy that holds. Problem. There yeah. is one guy that holds a gun really well, and he holds that M60 heavy machine gun. I guess there's no bad way to hold that because you have to hold it with two hands. <laughs> when you're a kung fu stuntman, they they give this gun like what? Uh, and they always they always move too much. I think that's the thing. They're, always They're like, waiting for the part where they have to do the flip over the table or something <laughs> or off the balcony. Oh shit! Stunts, shit! Stunts abound. Oh, there's there's. I do want to hit that bit though with the lobby. So they drive this really tiny car. I don't know what kind of car it is, but it's tiny. Gently smashes it into the lobby, and just does like tiny car ballet with an Uzi and kills like fifty thousand people. He's doing a burnout in the size of a living room, which yeah. is pretty impressive. And he's got like the, the nerd cop with him in the back. So this is a stunt that only works with Jet Li because he's so tiny. Yeah. So they can get a really small car. <laughs> yeah. And, the, yeah. and one of the best things about this, this stunt too is um, there's a guy who pulls out a flamethrower. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Happens, that happens after that. They get, they, they, he drives it reverse style into a... Uh, into a, like a oh, that's right. When they go up the elevator. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yes. Yes, you're right. He <laughs> drives a car in the elevator and it's going up and... And then, like, yeah, they they, Again, they get a, a flamethrower out. I did like this one gag in that uh, lobby fight scene with the nerd cop. He needs to enter the car from outside, and mm. he does a flying sidekick, smashes through this leg. Looks fucking sick. It's die. It's a diehard reference again. It's because of the glass in the feet. Well, so it looks sick, but then they he's like, "Oh man, you look so cool!" And it shows him with his leg all cut up and shit. I, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. It just shows that, you know, reality. Also, that, uh, that car game elevator, because like 20 floors, they would have died from asphyxiation by then because all the windows are shot out. <laughs> yeah. It's just carbon the elevator, yeah. like, they, How much is the car weigh? How much is the weight? <laughs> the maximum I'm a, weight? I'm a, like, okay, realism time. I think they might have driven it into the service elevator because that's <laughs> the only one that would have fit. 
And that one, because they, they brought up all that equipment for the... There's a, okay, that's the other thing about this movie. It's a hotel, but it's also a museum. It's also a zoo. You've True. been to Ikea. That's a pretty big elevator. <laughs> I, I have a problem with your theory because I don't believe that a, ser- a service elevator would be allowed onto the mezzanine floor where they're doing the... No, uh, they would because they might, so? have, they might have to deliver things to the mezzanine. Uh, possibly. Okay. Have you ever been to the, the, uh, a, a museum? Like, obviously, have. I have been to a museum. <laughs> All right. You've obviously been to a museum, right? As so you this, can tell from just, my ascot that I'm wearing. Yeah. Let's assume that this is a museum at the top because this is where they're going. They're going to this museum at the top with all the jewels, right? They wouldn't have that in just wherever. Be in a museum, right? They always have big elevators because they're always moving fucking dinosaur bones and shit. Uh, yeah, okay. Is it a museum building? It's I got snakes. Yeah, it's got snakes. It's got... Iguanas. Yes, it is. I'm, I don't just know. Gonna, I'm saying yes, yes. It's a multi-purpose building. It's I don't know if it's just Ben Lamb because he loves cruelty to animals. So I don't know if he just carries them in his pants. That's a lot. He carries, he carries that goanna in his pants? I don't, yeah, well, that What's could that? be... Is it a Komodo shirt? dragon almost? <laughs> yeah. Or is it goanna? I don't know. I don't know. It's could it up his ass? Some kind of dragon. I don't know. <laughs> some kind of dragon. Ben Lamb. Him and animals. You said before... Um, they did ballet of the car. Can you imagine if that scene where they're spinning around was slowed down and... Dun, dun, yes. Dun, dun. I want to see that. I want to see that so car cool. commercial. They did have a lot of classical music in this, actually. Yeah. Classic they did. Music. And some bad music, it's free. Too. Yeah. It's free, yeah. Maybe. Royalty free. I mean, the music suited, like, when it was tense, it was tense, but it was kind of bad. And there was no, like, I would like to buy the soundtrack to this. No, it was... It, it was, it was Bad in the way that generic. really forgettable shit yes, is bad. Spot on, generic. It was, it was, it suited it, but it wasn't standout. Yeah, like sometimes when we watch these old films, there's like something real good in the soundtrack. I'm like, ooh, listen to that fart sound. <laughs> Especially the Wong Jing. Where's my fart sound, Wong Jing? <laughs> Wong Jing's too busy eating cocaine tuna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the one thing about the music I could say about this film is uh, the only time it ever stands out is when um, uh, Fei Fei is playing. They, they walk into a room and she's playing. Is it Mozart? Dun, 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 dun. Or is it Beethoven? Beethoven. No, Beethoven. Sorry. And um, yeah, and it's just and uh, Bond standing behind her, and it's just this really poignant moment that has nothing to do with the exact storyline. It's like purely just set there for. You know, like... To look cool. Yeah, basically. People are coming in. Oh, I'll just play this piano. It's for dramatic effect. (laughs) Dramatic effect. I feel like this is the birth of, like, proper Frankie. And this is why I love this film so much. Is Frankie, throughout the whole film, has been played for laughs. He's a bit of a goof and whatever. And then they come to this really dramatic moment in the third act. And it's like Chekhov's Frankie. (laughs) And then, you know, you go, Frankie's got, like, 20% of his conquests. And you're like, well, what does 100% Frankie look like? It wasn't all bad, Jackie. No, well, see, that's the beauty of this film. Apart from being a womanizer, he still he managed to. If that's Jackie, you're at the end. I walk away from that going, Jackie, you're a fucking awesome that's, dude. That's it. That's basically the plot of his films: like a fucking loser, a drunken master, a turn into a hero. Yes. And so it why works. is he offended? I don't know why. Because he did stick that thing, his finger up that <laughs> that stunt man's ass in that one scene. He was like, and then he smelt it after. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's why he was offended. I'm pretty sure it's because they intimated he fucks his stuntman. So funny. Maybe he didn't get paid. Maybe that's why he's offended. I have to say, um, a lot of Wang Jing films have a a strange lighting and a strange look to them. But this film, for me, had a lot of interesting shots. Like um, Jet Li has blood coming down from his face. And on the camera, there's a bit of blood, like a first person kind of view. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And a couple of shots, like doom shots, like you can see their hands coming out in front. I'm gesturing my hand out in front. <laughs> so what you're saying is one day Wong Jing will be appreciated like the John Waters of Hong Kong cinema. I hope Unless so. Unless he's going to get someone to eat some shit. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I appreciate that. I do think he has an opus in him though. Yeah. Also. A shit opus. Shit opus. A shit opus. In I think, him. I think, yeah. I think Wong Jing could rise to the occasion if he's given enough money. What, didn't he make that, that Donnie Yen gambling movie? Wasn't that his opus? The, you know, like a Shanghai or whatever, Shanghai one. Do you remember the one? You, you know what I'm talking about? No? No, no, you know what I'm talking about. Maybe we'll watch vaguely, that next time. Vaguely. I vaguely know what you're talking about, but uh, I can't no, his opus will be Cocaine Tuna times, <laughs> times a million. Although there's always, there's always the thing. I feel like if anyone could come out from that era, like from Hong Kong, from that era, he'd be the one to come out and go, fucking cancel culture. What? Got a gambler? I can't do what no, I want to do. Not got a gambler. For those listeners playing at home, for those playing Asian action cars bingo. Sam has mentioned check off something. So check off your check unintended off. Oh. tick off your box there because Sam said check off something. We all did 
One class of film studies. <laughs> I didn't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think we should get to the, the greatest part of this film, and that is the helicopter smashing into a window <laughs> and killing about 50 million people. It just keeps going. It's weirdly realistic. Like, that's probably what would happen. It would spin around and, like, just keep going and going. I think it's, it's weirdly realistic and also weirdly unrealistic at the same time. Is it like that family guy, the, the Peter Copter? <laughs> oh, God, God, stop, stop. Keep spinning around. <laughs> Joe, get back, get back, get back. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm so, sorry, I'm sorry. So, the setup to this is that Jet Li is jumped out of a window because it was going to be a grenade thrown at him just after he kills that dude with the electric... Oh, yes. Yeah, so he jumps out and he's like, you got to send me back in. You got to send me... And, and the police are like, no, we're not sending you back in. We're arresting you. Yeah, we're going to arrest you. You're going to sit over here and you're going to sit the rest of this out. But then the bad guy goes, I want him back or I'm killing everybody. And he's like, well, shit, I got to go. And he's like, nah, we're still not going to send you back. And then he steals a helicopter. I don't know how he knows how to fly a helicopter. He doesn't. Oh, the interesting fact. The Taliban now own the third largest helicopter fleet in the world. Third after largest. China and America. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny, everybody? How far can you get a helicopter? Not very far. Thanks for bringing us down, bro. <laughs> I just thought that was weird. Yeah, they own it, but they can't fly it. Uh, Maybe because all they're going to do is just... They only do one trainer. <laughs> do, you reckon, do you reckon everyone else is laughing because they're just like, <laughs> helicopters, who even uses them anymore? Everybody else got drones. <laughs> they got, I'm pretty sure they got a lot of those anyway. That's beside the point. The point is, the motherfucker knows how to fly a helicopter, and if Jet Li can do it, I'm saying... With his tiny feet and hands. <laughs> yeah, he can't even reach the pedals. I saw a booster suit with stocks. <laughs> well, anyway, he, he so literally he goes up. That's he, all he does. He flies up and they just shoot the... He starts shooting in there with a six-shooter. And then he's surprised when he runs out of bullets. Yeah, he's very surprised. Very... Well... This doesn't happen to the other guys. To be fair, if I was Jet Li at this point, I would think that bullets depended on the plot a lot. Because in the beginning, when he gets in that car and does the spraying while he's in the car, when he, he, that gun does not run out of bullets. But then every other gun he picks up runs out of bullets, like, reasonably quickly. Yeah. So he probably just thinks, well, this is like the end of the movie. This gun doesn't run out of bullets. Maybe all the guns realize how much kung fu you have. And if you have a lot of kung fu, they're just like, well, fuck this. We don't need bullets. We want to see this shit. Yeah. So they shoot the <laughs> fuck out of it, the helicopter. The helicopter crashes into the side of the building. And where all the hostages are, where everybody oh, is. crazy. And it... It fucking kills a lot of people. A lot of people. And not, not bad guys. Like people Everybody. Cut in half. All sorts of random the shit. The blades happens. cut someone's head off from British Royal. Yeah, like Jet Li's going to jail after this. <laughs> like one of the no, things no, I he like, can get out of it by saying they shot something. One of the things I like about this, um, this scene is uh, everything's sped up. So when people are... When the blades cut the guy in half, it's, it's really fast. It's really quick. When um, uh, the guys are jumping into walls and it's all sped up. And it really, it makes it have more impact. It really works. Like oh Sometimes God. speeding stuff up really does help. I, I didn't, I noticed it a few times and they did it for a few fight scenes as well. And I was a bit surprised to see it actually, because I don't think Corey Yoon does it. And I know that Jet Li doesn't yeah, do it. Yeah, Wong, but Wong Jing lives and breathes sped up fight sequences. Yeah. Yeah, man. Anyone I can think of, the, actually, really the only one that comes to mind is Future Cops. And <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Future Cops. Well, when, yeah, when they're fighting with like uh, M. Bison and whatnot. Yeah. And he's flipping around so much. Yeah. Everybody's always flipping. If they didn't speed it up, this, sex, this whole sequence would be like 10 minutes of helicopter. Yeah. Uh, it was brutal. And then everybody's just fine after that. Everybody who survives that is like fine. There's no like, oh, it's really loud. My ears are blocking. No, no, no. Instantly, everybody's cool. Yeah, everybody's celebrating like it's all over. It is yeah. windy yeah. as fuck afterwards. Yeah, I was going to say there's a tornado for like <laughs> 10 years after this and there's a whole descent of like newspaper over the island of Hong Kong forever. Yeah. There's a weird bit where they pay off of um, this... A helicopter flies up and there's they cut to these three guys stacking newspapers and like, what's that doing? Oh, it's after you. Ha, ha, ha. I was like, oh, that's a random weird shot. And then a grenade comes through from kills the back. Them, it kills them all. It blows them up. It's like, oh, they kind of weirdly paid it off. That's where all the paper comes from. When it's yeah, that is where paper. all the paper comes from. Now, seeing this is a Wong Jing film, Ching Miao's in it. So she, <laughs> plays, she plays a reporter who is... Sassy. Who has a sassy and she has a cameraman called Fatty... <laughs> As just, you can guess, and he doesn't get to come to the end of the movie. No, he it gets demoted to whatever. <laughs> There's a great scene with him too. Like he, um, they, they go to um, somebody's house and he's like, "You don't get out here. I'm going to release the dogs." So we're not scared. And next thing, the dogs, these German shepherds are chasing them. <laughs> That's so stupid. And he's like, "Quick!" And she jumps in the car. And Fatty, get in the car. I'm in the car. And they're driving off. And he goes, "Oh, 
where's the camera? Says, all right, it's always on my shoulder. And they turn. And all you hear is this this German shepherd's uh. this growl. <laughs> but it's sitting on top of your shoulder with the biggest tongue hanging out. Just the most placid, <laughs> placid dog ever. There's so many jokes in the Wong Jing film that I kind of forgot about that. Like, it's so ridiculous. They're like, oh, you think this movie's getting a bit boring. And they just keep, like, future cops. They keep piling on the jokes and piling on the... Oh, they were talking about jokes and uh, and Wong Jing's piece de resistance. There's a child's penis in this film. Ugh. It's disgusting. And it's unexpected. You don't even know it's coming. I remember watching this as a child just going, what the fuck is this? What am I watching? For no reason. Unnecessary. <laughs> Unnecessary, Wong Jing. I, I don't know what you're thinking. I comment in the size of Jackie's penis, but uh, then I was like, why is the child here? I, d- I don't know, Wong Jing. <laughs> Not all of his jokes hit home speaking of uh being in the bathroom this is probably one of my favorite scenes in this movie is um the 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 reporter um is uh hiding out in the bathroom and <laughs> they just start throwing snake there's this one snake on the floor and she's like <gasps> scared of it she goes to turn around there's more snakes on the ground and the guy walks in with a bag of snakes and starts throwing these it's snakes. ridiculous how many snakes there are there's like there hundreds of snakes. of snakes. She's standing on top of the toilet because the snakes are all on the bottom. She's like, <laughs> and then next thing you know, she turns and on top of the stall is this the goanna that we've been talking about. Then in a, a homage to Big Trouble in China, they've kicked the roof in and you jump up, we can catch you. And <laughs> this, this great scene, just as she jumps up, they grab her to pull her up. The goanna flies to jump at her, misses her. I like the fact that it doesn't look like it's jumping at all in any of these sequences. It looks like it's just been thrown. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your animal cruelty right there. Oh. Snakes being thrown, not like toys or fake snakes, real snakes getting I'd, chucked around and go out again shoved off the top. I just, I also want to... Iguana it, maybe, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Monitor lizard. <laughs> Komodo Who dragon. the fuck knows? It's not a Komodo dragon. I don't know. No, they throw people around. You, you don't Some throw them. Some form of lizardian creature. Pluton. <laughs> no, but, but the... Bobtail. But the reporter gets bitten and they have anti-venom there. So that's why I think there's a zoo there. That makes sense. Because where that, else? That, that weirdly pays off too, in a weird yeah. way, the, the anti-venom. Yeah, that's how... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it, the, no spoilers. Motherfucker has it, it, puts the poison on the knife and stab, like throws it into the bad guy. That's right. Like the reason that happens is that the, the girl actually got bitten by one of the snakes and she's feeling the seal. They go to the medical... What is it called? A hospital, a little medical Let's go bay. Medical there. bay. Medical bay there, and he just happens to have this anti venom for her. But in nothing we don't see. He's he apparently he's got this knife that he dips into. He cuts out the. He cuts a like a wound. So yeah. maybe that's where he got it from. And then like I don't know. Jet Li's a surgeon as well. <laughs> Jet Li's everything. He's a helicopter pilot. He's a bomb expert. He's a stunt man. He's a security guy. And a nice guy. Fucking cunt can do everything. That's right. He can even limbo because he's so short. Fucking cunt. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'll have to listen back to that. I think you did. No, I said fucking guy. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's not what sure. I... I would not have a problem saying cunt. <laughs> anyway. I just did Welcome it. Welcome to the family-friendly cast. <laughs> we are in Australia. That's a national, national word. It's yeah. on the flag, you I'm sure. You can cut that, though. Nah. All right. Nah. It's funny. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> Jet Li does everything because that, that's kind of... He's like MacGyver. He can do anything he can... Be anyone except when fun. you have nothing yourself, you can be everything. <laughs> Actually, this, this, but only re- a small version of it. <laughs> this just remind. I don't know why this, this popped in my head when we were talking about that, but there's a scene where, um, the, the end fight scene where, um, Frankie is fighting, um, uh, Bond, Bond, and Bond grabs some, um, uh, nunchucks and he does does some moves and, and Frankie's blocking it with his arms he turns around he's got all these golf balls on his arms kind of funny to represent lumps so Frankie turns into a it awakens his inner self and becomes the fighter who his dad's getting a shit kicked out of him it's like you can't beat my dad up only I can do that yeah. <laughs> funnily enough that's what happens in Mortal Kombat the new Mortal Kombat when uh, Lewis Tan's character is just like don't beat up my wife and then he finds his that's inner- my job that's it. <laughs> oh. That's literally the joke I just made about the dad. Uh, 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 maybe it's less. Maybe it's funnier. Less funny. Less funny. It's definitely it. less funny. <laughs> I love it. We can drop C bombs all night, but when it comes to slapping somebody else's, that's wife, a Samo thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a Samo thing. Groan. Uh, that should be a staple of this channel. Like Samos. You're allowed to. You're allowed to beat your dad. Because <laughs> <laughs> he beat you for so long. Today you're a man. 
<laughs> Jesus <Father's> Christ. <laughs> Fuck me. I, I've, I feel like we've just gone all Johnny Cash and shit. Oh, Jesus. You can cut that whole bit too. <laughs> all right. Did what are we talking about? Fighting? Were there any... Uh, were, uh, can we? Are we moving on to stunts section? Or are we done? Any other fight scenes anyone want to... Uh, like, the glasses are the second character for uh, Billy Chow. And oh, Billy ben Chow's Lab. glasses are awesome. They're just like, when they go sideways, he's like sad and bad beaten. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I did want to mention one very quick sequence. Jet Li and Chow. Like he's running away. He's set up a landmine. Oh, he's yes. running away. Just against those two fences. Again, that's what I'm paying when I, when good, I good pay money scene, for yeah. a fucking Jet Li film. That's the bit I'm paying for. I'm paying for him to jump around on a thing and... Do a really good straight, good fucking kick. That was yeah. such a weird, inconsequential scene, but it was so cool. Yeah, that's when it. Then he rolls under the bus, for. right? Yeah. Problem I have again. I said this before. The problem I have with watching Jet Li fight is because he's so. No short. one else could do it because he's so little. But that's the point. His he, moves are so quick. Yes, that's so, exactly. He's also the only guy who could do that. He's the only guy who could fit between those two like cyclone fences and jump on one and still get a full <laughs> extension on the kick <laughs> before he hit the other one. It's ah. Oh. He's just so, it's, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I know I'm making fun of his height and I shouldn't be. You're just stating a fact. But it's a the, fact. I actually think it helps him, I think it helps him look the way he looks when he's fighting. I think he's got that low center of gravity. He can, he can, like when he kicks, it's like he kicks people in the head, but his legs going straight up in the air. Can yeah. you kick again? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Foley. Do you, is he wearing Harry High Pants to make himself look taller? But he's wearing I just don't pants. think they can find pants his size. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely didn't bother trying to make him look taller. They kept putting him between like tall actors and stuff like no. that, sandwiching him between them. And then the two villains, like the hugest, who look like the hugest guys ever, but they're not. I don't think he's a big enough star. I remember Michael J. Fox saying, you know, when you're when you're not famous, you know, you have to stand on a soapbox. But when you're famous, everyone else has to walk around in a trench. I don't know why I never really noticed it when, when I was watching the movies the first time around, when they first came out. I was a is it because kid, but... It, is it because only you now. watch him with Sam now and Sam's constantly just talking about how short he is? <laughs> but, you, but you really see it now. I don't know why. Um, I didn't really notice anything until maybe Bodyguard from Beijing, which is where they... You thought he was short in that? I did not. Huh? Well, Isn't that the one where that. they reveal his real voice? No. Well, he's speaking in Mandarin. Yeah. And he's got a terrible and Mandarin. short. Just, just, just the real Jet Li. He fights Colin Chu. I don't know how tall Colin Chu is. But they looked about the same height. Colin Chu also is wearing combat boots. Your mother. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, should we go to stunts? Yes. Uh, most badass or worst stunts? <laughs> there's a lot of stunts in here, but not a lot of fighty stunts. There's a lot of... Flamethrowers on a fucking car stunt. That's pretty fucking bad. I, I think my favourite stunt of this is um, um, when um, uh, Frankie and, and Bond are fighting and um, he does a kick and Frankie grabs his leg and drags him over a table and down some stairs while he's doing the splits. Oh, <clears throat> That's a shit stunt. Good stunt. That would have hurt the most. It. Yeah, He can do it though. Yeah, but you've got to be worried about your balls the whole time. <laughs> yeah. The worst one that I can remember seeing that would have been a shit stunt is uh, I think Bond kicks Jackie, Jackie, yeah, Jackie Chung in the chest and he flies backwards, but his legs go out from under him and he lands on his knees. And it's only a little moment and it's not like not a big deal made of it, but I saw it and I was just like, oh man, I hope he was wearing like knee pads or something. <laughs> That's a shit stunt. I'm still like whoever had to hit the grand piano. Yes. Yeah, oh, yes. There is no like bracing a, the impact of a grand piano. It's just, it doesn't budge or nothing. It is. And it, I don't, I'm not sure if it's an actually a grand piano, but it doesn't have any give at all. So we saw the most recent Donnie Yen film, Raging Fire, uh, a week or two ago. And there's a piano at the end of that. It gets trashed. This thing doesn't trash like that thing. That's a hot, hardcore solid piano. This is an actual piano. <laughs> not, so a stu- I- not a stunt piano. I would have liked if someone had opened it and then someone had gotten someone's face and just grated oh, it overall. Man. Spoiler alert, that happens in Raging Fire. Oh, shit! So, thumbs up for Raging Fire. <laughs> Mini review here. Go see it. It's, not, it's pretty good. <laughs> Don't go see it. It's got Donnie Yen in it. <laughs> see, see it for Nicholas. Yes. <laughs> Stunt that would have hurt the most then? Piano. There's lots of falling stunts in this. There's. I, I have to say... They're only on screen briefly, but there seems to be a lot of stuff happening when um, that helicopter comes in. There's a lot of people. They're not all 
like dummies. I think there's a lot of people falling and like there's a bit where a balcony collapses and a bunch of people fall That's off. True. Yes. So much chaos happening. I can't keep track of it. But I actually think the hardest stunt would probably be in driving that car around in that little lobby. <laughs> yeah, there's not much space in there. No, and there's people in there, yeah. and it's a car. Clearly, the stunt would have hurt the most is when Jackie Chung jumps in the pool and someone's drained the pool of water. Wah, wah. <laughs> Well, well. Best stunt is when he was surrounded by all those bikini ladies. He was like, yeah. Like, like this is women just constantly pouring into this pool party or something. It's like, <laughs> like the, the forever ever. about uh, Wong Jing and Jackie having a fight after Shitty Hunter, apparently. Oh, oh. shit. Scandal. That was the thing, apparently. I want to, the most inappropriately funny bit is when Jet Li jumps off a building and during mid, mid-fall, uh, he just starts fl- having a flashback to the explosion that killed his wife and child. Mid-fall, by the way. He's just like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sad about that thing. Because his ears prick up about the thing, right? <laughs> I always <laughs> thought that was because he was like, should I just end it now? Yeah. Should I just, yeah. yeah. I just end but it's like, funny. No. It's, the thing is, it's funny. It's not poignant. Mm. <laughs> you don't look at it and go, oh, that's sad. <laughs> it's evocative. Uh, anyway, that was a good film. <laughs> thumbs good up, film. thumbs down, thumbs nil. Nathan. Thumbs up. Christian. Yeah, I'll give it a thumbs up. Thumbs up for Frankie. Thumbs up for explosions. Yeah, fuck yeah. Explosions, cars, flamethrowers. They weren't explosions. <laughs> they, they were uh, lots of little, uh, what do they go, sparklers from Fire and I. They just put everywhere. <laughs> I feel like someone had a hose or just like hosing the place down with the sparks. I was they just had an angle grinder just offside. <laughs> <the chair. laughs> I was kind of leaning towards thumbs in the middle, but I don't know. The, the helicopter in the last fight scene gave it a thumbs up for me. It's just the chaos. Like three things give it a thumbs up. That lobby machine gun sequence with the car, the fight where he stabs him through the chest, and the helicopter. Like, you, what more do you want out of a 100-minute film? And Frankie! Frankie! <laughs> You're saying Jackie Chong is good at doing this character? Yes, I would watch Frankie, the movie. <laughs> so, Jackie Chan gives it a thumbs down? Yes. I wouldn't mind seeing Jackie Chan doing like a... Oh, I yes. think one of the things in the, that's in this film's favour is... Um, Jet Li, even though he's stoic and stuff like that, he's not, like, because he's not the full center of attention, he's not taking, like, he hasn't got this serious overtone all the time. You know, I think that that helped this film. Like, if it was just full-on centered around um, Jet, it may have, may not have been as good. I think it's, it's it strives in a good balance between the two. Like I yeah, said, yeah. Jackie Chung is the mask, is Ace Ventura. <laughs> he might as well be saying smoking or something like that. Yeah, you're right. I don't think I'd watch a, a just a pure Jet Li. Somebody stop me. So, so would it, there would have need to have at least been two more massive fights in that film if it had been a Jet Li film. Uh, but I, I'm thinking of all his films now, and I don't think he mostly succeeds with like an ensemble cast. I don't think he carries a film. He looks awkward as hell trying to hug a lady, or a lady trying but to hug him. He's like, that's Grr. also his character. That's real. Wong Jing is the third, the third <laughs> main actor. His I'm, presence is felt. Yeah. The one, the one film he does carry himself in, which I think is is good, is um the one because he's acting against himself. <laughs> Yeah, but Jason Statham's in that. Jason Statham. I don't know. I, I think he, I think the Once Upon a Time in China movies work fine. And you can say they're ensembles, but they're not. They're they're carried what by him. Fucking centerpiece. And Fung Sai Yuk. Mm, well, yeah, okay, Fung Sai Yuk probably because he is the centerpiece of that film. Let it be known that Christian's favorite action Asian action movie is Made in America. Is <laughs> what Made in America? <laughs> Die Hard, Jet Li. Acting against Jet Li. Yeah, Lethal Weapon. The one with the terrible like centipede in Once Upon a Time in China. Yeah, that's the Wong Jing that's one. That's the worst one. Last Hero in China. Yeah, that's what? that's, that's not a fucking that's worst not a, one. That's not a Once Upon. That's like a parody. It's weird. It's yeah. a parody of Once yeah. Upon a Time in China, starring the main actor of Once Upon a Time in China. With the same confusing characters. everybody. Yeah. Is that the one where he dresses up as a chicken? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's a great film. I don't know what you're talking about. It's incredible. It sounds like a Halloween movie to do. He beats he beats uh, a centipede, and he's a chicken. I guess. Oh. And he does drunken boxing. Oh. I always confuse that with drunk, uh, Jackie Chan's drunken master because there's this, Jackie Chan does a, a fight scene against something similar like that uh, in one of those movies. I'm sure of it. Beats up a millipede. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love how we're talking about all these other films that we enjoyed more than this film. <laughs> this, and we gave this movie a thumbs up. Everybody likes this movie. All right, yeah. It wins. It I wins. laughed. I you, laughed. Oh, you laughed? Yeah. I laughed, I cried, I had some times. So anybody who hasn't seen this film, you should watch it because it got a thumbs up. But if you can, try and find a good print because this was almost unwatchable in some parts. I don't know. Sorry. I think you should watch it like this because this is the authentic experience. <laughs> the jumbo video experience. This is, this yeah. is how probably I Vaseline on the screen. <laughs> the shit subtitles. Subtitles a bit off. So thumbs up for the mooncake, thumbs up for the movie, 
And thumbs in the middle for the ramenade. No, it was the other way around. Oh, sorry. Yeah, ramenade was good. Ramenade was killer. Yeah, ramenade was good. The mooncake was a little bit. Melon drink. Yeah. <laughs> melon soda. I've had melon would... soda in a while. <laughs> if anybody would like to find out more about ramenade or uh, mooncake, please tune in to the Asian Action Cast. <laughs> We're available on Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And you can see all of our antics and. Spoilers, there may be a photo coming your way of an incredible pair of glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Call me Commander. Um, Don't worry about it. Fantastic. (laughs) Let's just go. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I love that ending. And don't worry about it. (laughs) Fuck all y'all. Mooncake.